Hi, I'm Jessica, and when I'm not drinking all the coffee, watching Razorback sports, or hanging out with my family of boys, it's my passion to help elementary music teachers just like you find your unique teaching style. My goal with this podcast is to share helpful tips, strategies, and to give you the motivation you need to gain momentum in your teaching so you can continue being the music teacher rock star you already are. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be pretty lighthearted and fun. I just have had this on my mind for a long time, and I just felt like I needed to write a blog post and record this podcast episode about what does a music teacher really think during a staff meeting? Okay, so here's the thing. You listening to this are all at different schools. You may absolutely love your staff meetings. Maybe it is fun. Maybe you guys do dances in there. I don't know. Or the culture inside your staff meetings is just really fun. It's just, you know, you're getting to connect with the teachers. Or maybe you're just kind of watching the clock and you're sitting there. Maybe you're thinking this. Why am I even here? Oh my gosh, I have so many other things to do. Whatever type of situation you're at, whatever type of staff meeting you have experienced, I feel like you'll be able to at least relate to at least one of these, um, yeah, thoughts that I'm going to say today. So (laughs) without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and just jump right in. And by the way, there is a blog post that goes right along with this. If you would like to share it out, um, you can see the link inside the show notes or just simply head to the domesticmusician.com and click on blog and it'll be the very top blog post. All right. So number one. Sure, I'd love to go over more data. Oh my gosh, how many times have you thought that? A lot of staff meetings are just full of going over test scores and the latest data, and you're sitting there not really knowing how to contribute, and you're just kind of sitting there in a fog like, what the heck? Why Why am I even here? This has nothing to do with me. Well, honestly, you're right. <laughs> Most of the time, it has absolutely nothing to do with what you do in the music room. But when I started shifting the way I thought about it a little bit, instead of sitting here thinking, I'm staring at all this data that, first of all, I don't understand what I'm looking at. And second of all, this has nothing to do with me. When I started shifting to my mindset of being, how can I contribute to helping with test scores? How can I contribute to helping these teachers you know, not feel so overwhelmed in their classroom. If there's any type of thing that you can do to help them out, um, maybe it is, you know, integrating music with some of the subjects to help the kids learn something better. Maybe it is, you know, maybe if you have an extra like down, down hour or whatever you call it at your school, maybe you're helping tutor some of these kids that need extra help. So when you're staring at this data, I want to tell you right now, I promise you a lot of the even classroom teachers are looking at the data too going, I don't get it, and I don't feel like going over this a million times either. So, um, yeah, but you have probably had the thought, sure, I'd love to go over more data. Sarcastically, obviously, you're not thinking, sure, I'd love to go over more data. You're thinking, oh, great, more data is being put in front of me or something else I can't say on this podcast, right? (laughs) Okay, number two, why does that teacher keep asking questions? All right, so we all know the hour is, you know, it's getting close to being finished, And there's always that one teacher who, for some reason, when there's five minutes left of the staff meeting, that hand shoots up 
and bam, they ask a question every single time. And a lot of times it's a question that could have just been simply emailed to the principal or whatever teacher they're talking to that doesn't involve every single person in the staff meeting. My gosh. And you're just, (laughs) and I don't know if this teacher can feel all the eyeballs being shot their direction where, you know, you're all just kind of silently, you know, willing them to be quiet. But there's always going to be that teacher that, and you always know it's going to happen right when staff meeting is about to end. And you're thinking to yourself, why do you keep asking questions? I have so much to do. Would you please stop? (laughs) Okay. Number three, um, I thought the staff meeting was going to be short today. You get the email in your inbox. Hey guys, I don't really have a lot to cover today. Um, the staff meeting shouldn't take longer than, you know, 20 to 30 minutes today. And wouldn't you know it, an, an hour has gone by and you're still sitting there and you're like, I thought this was going to be short today. Maybe it has something to do with the teacher that keeps shooting their hand up asking questions. That probably has a lot to do with it. Or maybe the data that was supposed to be gone, you know, you're supposed to be going over that was supposed to take five minutes. It's 35 minutes later because nobody understands what they're looking at anyways. So yeah, if you get an email that says, hey guys, or hey staff, or hey friends, or hey whatever, this staff meeting is going to be short today in the back of your brain. You're like, no, it's not. This isn't going to be short. Are they ever short? (laughs) All right, number four. I love participating in more PD that doesn't apply to me, says no music teacher ever. Oh my gosh. Okay, can we talk about bloodborne pathogen meeting? You know, the meetings that we have with the bloodborne pathogen and oh my gosh. But you know what? But every teacher has to take that training every single year. But there's a lot of professional development where maybe they bring in someone from the district or someone else to come and do lead the staff meeting. And it's professional development that absolutely has nothing to do with you. Maybe it's related to math or reading. And you're like, I mean, this person is great. They definitely know what they're talking about. I can really see how these teachers are going to get a lot out of this. But you're sitting there the whole time like, I, this has nothing to do with me. (laughs) So don't you love participating in the professional development not just in staff meetings, but the beginning of the school year where you have all this professional development that absolutely has nothing to do with you. Now, the team building stuff, yes. I think collaborating with other teachers and getting to know them is huge because as a music teacher, you know you feel like you're on an island all on your own a lot anyways. And so when it's the team building, you know know what I'm saying. There's all these different activities for team building that your principal may do. And when it's that kind of professional development, yes, it's important. It is important. I think the book studies are important where it has something to do with um, behavior or helping the kiddos in your school building. But when it's a professional development that doesn't have anything to do with you, that's very hard to sit through. Let's just be perfectly honest, okay? It's very, very hard. Another one you might be thinking, this is number five, is, oh, good. They want me to do another music icebreaker activity. How many times have you gotten maybe the principals come and talk to you five minutes before staff meeting starts and your principal says, hey, I was thinking about doing something different today. And for staff meeting, I would love for you to start off by doing some kind of music icebreaker activity. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) It's happening? 
So it's not so much the doing the music icebreaker activity, but as you all know, working with adults is like a completely different world than working with kids. So you may come in like, all right, well, I have this really awesome, you know, body percussion activity and the teachers are going to be really engaged. It's going to be really fun. I can see them really laughing and getting a lot from this. And, oh, I'm going to have them walk around the room, too, and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to break the ice by um, letting them just walk around the room and move a little bit. And, you know, you have those five, the handful of teachers that are participating and the rest of them are staring at you with this blank look like, I'm not doing this. I'm just kind of, they're kind of just, you know, tiptoeing in place, standing still at their de- at the table. I almost said their desk, but the table in the library or wherever your staff meetings are held. And they're barely moving. They're not really participating. And you're like, well, that's great. So, yes, it's not so much the being asked to do an icebreaker. It's the fact that you know that they're tired. It's the end of the day. You know, some of them don't care about music anyways. Let's just keep it real. And you're just like pulling teeth to get them to participate. And so you're like, sure, I'll do that. As you look at your principal, because you're being respectful, but you know that icebreaker is not going to go as well as they think it's going to go in the first place. Okay. Number six, did I finish my lesson plans for tomorrow? This is what you're sitting there most of the time thinking about during a staff meeting. Maybe it's I have to work on getting my program ready. Did I finish decorating? Did I get finish writing those speaking parts? Did I finish lesson planning? Did I get my room ready for tomorrow? Did I finish cleaning up my room? Do I have enough sharpened pencils for that writing activity I'm doing tomorrow? Did I get all my props ready for tomorrow? My scarves or my bean bags? All those things you're thinking of as a staff meeting's going on, because let's go back to point number one. As they're going over data, you're basically going over data in your head of all the things that need to get done. And a lot of times, maybe they're like, um, did you hear me? Or who agrees with that? And you pop back in the meeting, your brain does, and you're like, what am I agreeing with? What am I agreeing with right now? We all know we have those students who, you know, you ask a question and, hey, class, who, who understands what we learned today? And some of them are looking around the room like, what did we learn? What are we doing? So that's what happens. Your brain is going somewhere else in the staff meeting of thinking, I need to be in my room right now doing this, not sitting here, right? <laughs> Number seven, you're thinking, why does this technology never work? You have a staff meeting that starts with, okay, I'm going to show you the data scores and we're going to put it up here on the screen and, oh, hold on, this isn't working. Wait, it worked earlier. Why is this frozen? Hold on. Let me call the secretary down here to fix this real quick. Hold on just a minute. None of the technology ever works. And you're thinking, did you guys not prepare for this ahead of time? Or there's a teacher presenter and maybe they're presenting something in the staff meeting and whatever they brought in to present, it's like frozen and the screen's just sitting there and you know, 15 to 20 minutes of the staff meeting is just devoted to getting technology to work of whatever's being presented at the staff meeting. And you're thinking, does this ever work? Is it ever going to work? Are we ever going to have a staff meeting where the technology can just cooperate? But you're understanding, you're understanding of it because you know, as a music teacher, technology ends up not working a lot. And so you're trying to sit there with a smile on your face, but in your head, you're thinking, I am so prepared with so many different parts of technology. Y'all don't even understand when I get my kids. Can you just have it ready before the staff meeting starts? Can we just, you know, maybe be on the screen that you need so we're not searching through 900 slides getting ready? Oh, goodness. Deep breaths, everybody. Deep breaths. 
Okay, number eight. Oh, I see you texting under the table as you're looking at a teacher next to you. But you I mean let's not let's not joke right now. You know, let's let's keep it real. You know you might be one of those texting under the table sometimes too, okay? We all have. We all have done it. Um, but you know you're thinking that. You're thinking, who are they texting right now? Or who I wish I could be on that text conversation, or hey, I'll text them right now too. We're keeping it real, right? This is a keep it real episode. And so you're thinking, oh, I see you texting under the table. It's probably a thought you're having during staff meeting. Number nine, if I snuck out right now, do you think anybody would even notice? (laughs) Maybe you're eyeballing the door. Maybe you're strategically trying to get the seat closest to the door. So whenever they wrap it up, you can be the first one out. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're sitting across the room, but you're looking at the door and you're thinking, how many steps does it take to get from where I'm sitting to the door? Or maybe you're thinking, like I said, if I snuck out, would anybody even notice? Would they even notice if I'm here or not? I mean, I did sign in, so I guess I need to stay to complete the meeting to get credit for this meeting, but I bet I could sneak out and they wouldn't notice I left. Do you think I could? Hey, their back's turned. Maybe this is my exit point right now. (laughs) You know you've thought it. Don't lie. You know you have. And number 10... You're thinking this, I have thought this so many times, some of these teachers need to learn audience etiquette. Because what's happening during staff meeting, you're thinking, I'm teaching my students not just how to act at a concert, but how to act in an audience. And you're looking around the staff meeting at how much talking is going on and how much not paying attention. And you're like, my word, you're talking to your students every day about paying attention and being quiet and listening. Yet during a staff meeting, sometimes you're even having a hard time hearing the things that don't apply to you anyways, because some of the teachers just won't be quiet. It's like they're acting like they're, you know, on a field trip and they're talking to their besties and they won't be quiet. So you're thinking in your head, some of these teachers need to learn audience etiquette, right? Man, you guys. I know that some of you can relate to at least one of these points, but I would love to hear from you. What is something that you think during staff meeting? Tag me on Instagram at Jessica Peresta and let me know. What are you thinking during staff meeting? Is it one of these thoughts or is it something else that you are thinking as staff meeting is going on? I would love to hear all about it. Have an amazing week and enjoy your next staff meeting. And maybe you haven't thought one of these thoughts yet, but thanks to this episode, you are now going to have some of these thoughts during staff meeting. And I apologize ahead of time, but I'll be back on next week. You guys have a great week. Thank you so much for listening in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to review the show and leave a rating on iTunes. To find out more about how I can help you gain momentum in your elementary music teaching career, head to thedomesticmusician.com where you'll find free downloads, courses, the blog, and so much more. Continue teaching music and never doubt the impact you're making each and every day in the lives of your students.